This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, good morning. Monday morning, it's the beginning of a new week after an entire weekend of so many things occurring that we cannot control. You are listening to Wave 94.1 and this is Escape, Escape to Heaven. I feel that urge more and more every day. The calamities, the the it's just so much. I mean, the despair, the wars. I, I think I've heard this before. I believe Jesus mentioned this. But you're listening to Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And I know we're talking about escape. But can we? Uh, Is it possible? Sometimes we are living through generational situations and the sins of the fathers and falling on the children. And sometimes we have behavior patterns that we simply have not yet changed. And it positions us for judgment. But in the midst of it all, Jesus brought to us grace and truth. And I want to start out uh, just kind of praying for Ukrainians. Uh, Father, I ask you uh, and all of Radio Land go in one accord. And Lord, we ask you to have mercy upon the Ukrainians. Lord God, they are still your creation, even if they have not yet become obedient or receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. But God, we ask for your grace today. We ask for your mercy, Father. And we ask you to send your angels, God, to comfort them, to shield them, and protect them, Lord, even in the midst of whatever it is that has been allowed to occur in their country. Now, running to the Word of God, I want to say that... um, I want to start out with Matthew, the 24th chapter, because it feels like it's the end of the world. And uh, he was with his disciples and, you know, God, Jesus began to show them like none of the stones at this temple is going to be left here. And then they said, well, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But 
the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There shall be famines, pestilence, earthquakes, and diverse places, but all of these are the beginning of sorrows. And it does appear that at this moment today that we are at, we being mankind, the world, we are literally positioned at the beginning of sorrows. I mean, you and I both know that everything I just said, that's what we see going on right now today. So my first reaction is how on earth did we even arrive here considering that the Lord's plan for mankind was for us to be blessed, to multiply, be fruitful, replenish the earth and take dominion. How did we get to such a point of despair? And uh, I'm forced to go back and look at the prophet Isaiah. The 30th chapter, it says, Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin, that walk to go down into Egypt and have not axed at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust and the shadow of Egypt. We're going to bring this to today's living. Is that what the bulk of the world is doing? Not seeking the face of God, but instead running to whatever country, whichever country they perceive to be the strongest in the world. They're running to that, like the United Nations, America, the European, this and that. They're running to this thinking that they can strengthen themselves against any enemy that comes to their door, but they have not thought about going to the Lord himself. And if we go to Isaiah 30th chapter, still starting at the ninth verse, the prophet Isaiah says, the Lord told him to write this. And it says that this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord, which says to the seers, see not to the prophets, prophesy not unto us, right things, speak unto us, smooth things, prophesy deceits. Get you out of the way. Turn aside out of the path. Cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. Wherefore, thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because you despise this word and trust in oppression and perverseness and stay. Therefore, this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall, swelling out in a high wall whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant. This is almost what we are looking at right now today over the entire world. I mean, I saw something going on in Africa where they literally are destroying each other in the same manner that we see Russia is destroying their own cousins. The Ukrainians are related to the Russians. They are cousins. They are brothers and sisters. And so that goes to what Jesus said, that in the at the beginning of sorrows, we will see brother go against brother, sister 
sister against sister, tribes against tribes. Uh, so it's happening all over the world, even if you and I are only aware of what's going on in Russia. So what we're looking at, because God is in, you know, when he breathed his breath in us, he breathed into us, us being the image of himself, his own breath. And even in the Bible, it lets us know that we all have consciousness. So we all know inherently right from wrong, but we would prefer as mankind to pursue sin and iniquity. The Bible says that we have been shaped in sin and iniquity, and therefore we are more inclined to be sinful and wicked. But God wants us to rule, reign, and abide in his power and authority. But as rebellious persons, all of us, we very rarely will do what the Lord would like us to do. So there's such a thing as judgment, okay? And everyone wants to talk about grace. And we thank God for grace because that came with Jesus, amen? And John, it tells us that Jesus brought with him grace and truth. The word became flesh. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And um, however, even though Jesus brings grace and truth, if you honestly do not accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and begin to become a disciple of Jesus, it is not enough to know of him. You must learn him. He says, take my yoke and learn of me. So it is not enough to be in the presence of the word. You must become a doer of the word. Otherwise, you will find yourselves in the same circumstance that prophet Isaiah is speaking about in the chapters that we've looked at so far, which was chapter 29 and chapter 30. So we're going to go on to Isaiah chapter 24, and this is called the judgment of the creator. Amen. And it says, behold, the Lord, not Satan, not the devil, not unclean spirits. No, no, no. The Lord, the creator of heaven and earth, make the earth empty, make it waste, turn it upside down and scattered abroad the inhabitants thereof. And it shall be as with the people, so with the priests, as with the servant, so with the master, as with the maid, so with her mistress, as with the buyer, so with the seller, as with the lender, so with the borrower, as with the taker of usury, so with the giver of usury to him. That means that all mankind will be subjected to judgment. Now, we do know that God has a history, and I'd like to just interject the history of the nature of God. In Genesis, there was a moment, I believe Genesis 6 chapter, when the Lord again had determined that the entire world had gone amiss, and he, he even repented that he had made mankind, and thus judgment was declared, and that was the deluge, the great flood, but God still had grace and mercy. 
And so therefore he saved Noah and, and Noah was preaching and saying all that was going to happen. No one repented an entire world. No one repented. Um, he built the ark. It took him a hundred something years. No one repented. And God saved eight people to repopulate the earth again. So the Lord does exhibit grace and mercy even in the midst of judgment. So going back to prophet Isaiah 24, verse number three, the land shall be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled for the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourned and faded away. The, the world languished and faded away. The haughty people, haughty meaning filled with pride and will not submit at all to the word of the Lord. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof. Why? Because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, and broken the everlasting covenant. So, Therefore hath the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and a few men left. So there's no more laughter, there's no more joy, no wine, none of that. The city of confusion is broken down, there's crying, the city is desolate. Uh, so when we do not submit or repent, then we put ourselves in a position to be subject to the judgment of God. Verse number 18, it says, and it shall come to pass that whoever flee from the noise of the fear shall fall into the pit. And if he get out of the pit, he'll be taken into the snare for the windows from on high are open. That means the Lord sees it all and the judgments of the earth do shake. The earth is utterly broken, clean, dissolved, moved exceedingly, reeled to and fro. This is what's coming, guys like a drunkard and shall be removed like cottage. Now, when I read all of that, that makes me feel like the realm of the earth, this whole earth is going to be destroyed at some point. That's what it's saying. It's going to rock and roll like a drunkard and it's going to be removed and it shall fall and not rise again. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall punish even the heavenly hosts. So those fallen angels, okay, that were sent here to communicate to the Lord and help, but became filled with uh, pride and deceit and wanted to be worshipped by mankind, those entities will be punished by the Lord himself. And the governors and the kings on earth will be punished as well. And the moon shall be confounded and the sun ashamed. All of this is judgment. Okay. And, and he will make the city a heap. It'll be room, no place, nothing. But see what God wants to be and have been historically, uh, Isaiah 25 verse four. He's been a strength to the poor, to you and I. He's been a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from heat. Uh, he has done all of this for all of us, okay? And so God will swallow up death. 
the Savior, will swallow up death. Jesus has already swallowed death and victory. And so the future, heaven, as we call it, heaven is a place where the Lord God himself will wipe away tears from all our faces. Amen. And so we in the midst of all the judgment, if you could stop and accept the Lord's way of doing things, accept his son as your Lord and Savior, okay, we will be glad and rejoice in salvation. And, and that's something we need to know that, that that potential is there. And if we go over to Isaiah, we talked about the Savior. We talked about the hiding of the remnant. So even though judgment will be here, the Lord will, uh, he will make sure that the remnant is protected just as he did, in my opinion, as he did with Job. He hid the remnant, as Isaiah 26th chapter in the 20th verse, he says, Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut the doors about thee. Hide yourself just for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. And what is that? That the Lord God will come out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity uh, and, and the sins will not be covered anymore. If we go over to uh, Isaiah, the 29th chapter, we will say, because a lot of us will say, well, I go out, I pass out tracts, I pray for uh, people that are not following Christ, I tell everybody about Jesus, I'm, I'm doing the Great Commission, and yet I don't see where people are really accepting the Lord as their Savior. Well, sometimes, a lot of times, well, let's go to the Bible, Isaiah 29th chapter in the 10th verse. They cannot repent for why the Lord hath poured out upon them the spirit of deep sleep and has closed their eyes and the prophets and your rulers and seers. He's covered them, too. And so it's like the words of a book is sealed and they run and take the book to someone that knows how to read. They say, read this, I pray thee. He said, I cannot for it's sealed. Then you go take it to somebody that cannot read. Say, read this, I pray thee. He says, well, I can't because I'm illiterate. So here's what the Lord says. And that's in Isaiah 29 chapter, verse number 13. For as much as these people draw near me, with their mouth, all that religion, all that structure, all that programming, and with their lips do honor me, but have removed their heart far from me. And their fear towards me is taught by the precept of men, not by the spirit of the living God. Therefore, behold, I will proceed to do a marvelous work among these people. Uh, and so the wisdom of mankind will perish and the understanding of prudent men that'll be hidden. So woe unto them that seek deep to hide their counsel from the Lord and their works are in the dark. And they say, who can see us? Who know us? So a lot of our politicians and leaders are like this thinking that the Lord cannot see the wickedness that they are embarking upon. But here's what the Lord says. Uh, how can you, the potter's clay, speak to the one that made you? How the thing framed, how can you speak to the one that framed you? <laughs> but there is coming a day, okay? Glory be to God. You want to escape to heaven? Your escape is in Jesus. 
Because in that day, you may be deaf and blind to the way of righteousness before you receive Jesus, but after you receive the Savior that God has given unto us, then in that day, the deaf, you're deaf, but God will let you hear the words of the of the book, the law. You're blind. The eyes of the blind shall see out of obscurity and out of darkness. And that's when your salvation will begin to uh, be alive in you. That's when you can escape when you receive the word of God. Amen. As your salvation, not each other. And we look further in this chapter. I believe this is Isaiah 29. You'll see that uh, it says that the Lord who redeemed Abraham, right? Concerning the house of Jacob, right? Uh, when he sees his children, uh, they will sanctify God's name, sanctify the Holy One of Israel, and shall fear the God of Israel. And even those who have erred in spirit, they shall come to understanding. And, and they that mumber, they shall learn doctrine. Now, when you hear those words, that words mean one thing. It means repentance. So if we today want to have some assurance that we can escape. Amen. The first thing we need to do is repent. Acts the second chapter, verse 38, Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So I am leaving you with one word today. <laughs> after all of that, after reading all that judgment, I just want you to know that um, in order for you and I to see Jesus, amen, in order for us to have hope that things that we're looking at in this world today, that some kind of way we will be saved, we have to repent. Okay, and it's not like I'm sorry. It has to be godly sorrow because that will give you repentance that will lead to salvation. Amen. So I pray today that you take this step of faith with me. I'm going to pray for those that have not yet received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Father God, I just ask you, Lord, to have mercy upon us all, Lord. Extend the grace, God, that is still here during this age, Lord God. And look down upon the creation, mankind, Lord. Touch all of our hearts today supernaturally, Lord God. And give us a heart to incline to your word, God. To, to repent, to not be rebellious. Father, and in our repentance, Lord, we receive your grace and your mercy, your salvation, your deliverance, and then it doesn't matter, Lord God, what happens in this earth, because we then have everlasting reconciliation with you, Lord, as our creator. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You have been listening to Servant Marcia escape to heaven because it is your it's your right you have a right to live in heaven even while we're on earth amen and uh be blessed uh you're listening to heaven on earth ministries of jesus christ believe the word of god walk in faith and i i pray that god keeps you this week and until next week may the lord be with you amen bye 